mouth on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. I'm racing. For March the 11th, 2021, it's Uncle Sam Gormley guiding you through another edition of the show. You might be watching on K105 Digital Productions, listening on K105 or 103.9 The Moose via the K105 or WMTL app, listening on the SoundCloud, Spotify podcasts, all of the different ways that we have for you to join in on today's show. Coming up on the show, we will be teasing a major community announcement that will be made by Judge Executive Kevin Henderson this morning at 11 a.m. What is it? What could it be? We'll talk a little bit more about that. A big bill passed in Washington. Spending plan for more virus relief will be coming soon. When will President Biden sign it? We'll let you know about that. COVID-19 numbers, all of the different things that we have for you coming up on today's show. But first, we got to bring in our co-hosts, and we can bring in our first one for the morning, Misty Thomas. Misty, welcome back. I know you were you were not here yesterday, but welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. So one of the things that Mark and I talked about today, here, i got to turn up the music a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Got to get the morning started on the right way. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things Mark and I talked about yesterday is uh, daylight savings time. Or it might have been, you might have been here when I we was talked. Here. Okay, you were here. So do, do you have a strong opinion on, on daylight savings time? I like it, and here's why. Because it feels good to get that extra hour, you know, when you when you fall back. But in the springtime, I'm ready to jump forward and have the extended afternoon light. So I just embrace it. So 15 states, Arkansas, California, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Louisiana, Maine, Ohio, Oregon, South Carolina, Tennessee, Utah, Washington, Wyoming, have enacted legislation to make daylight savings time a permanent practice rather than one observed only from March to November. I, I will say this, though. Ask me Sunday afternoon when I'm having to change the clock on the microwave how I feel about it then. But like I, I said, have a different opinion. But like I said on uh, Tuesday, it's it's nice when you have one of those that you just hit the one-hour button. Don't. You don't, but I don't. Mm. See, that's where it'll It's that's hidden it'll in there. Into. It's not even a menu button. I can never find it. I have to Google it every time. I uh, see. My, my microwave has an easy button. It just says clock. There's and nothing it's, it's easy, easy about the appliances in my Easy life. to work there. And we can bring in our second co-host for the morning. What is it? He's, he's number 101 on your scanner and number one in your heart? Is that right? Absolutely. <laughs> Both. Some hearts. Not all hearts. Sheriff Norman Chapins joins us as our second co-host. Sheriff, how you doing? Uh, a little shaking this morning, but I'm doing better. You're doing better. Well, it's always a good day when you're here in the studio, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Hope you disinfected that seat before you sat in it. Well, I mean, if anything, it, it would be... Cross contamination from Misty. Yeah, so. okay. I, I'm in it the hour before him, but it is self it is self disinfecting. Uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All we things have, here are. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we've got. Sheriff, do you ever wake up with a quote unquote food hangover? Um, no. I wake up hungry. If that, I mean, but not a hangover. Sixty percent of Americans say that they regularly wake up with food hangovers or stomach cramps. Americans will have nine of these morning stomach cramps every month due to late-night meals. 
Nearly half the survey don't realize how their diet will affect their body in the morning until it's too late. The average American doesn't eat dinner until 7 p.m., but one in every five Americans eat late-night dinners between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. For many, this type of discomfort may result from food intolerance. In fact, 41% of Americans say they suffer from some type of food allergy or intolerance. Mm. Miss, do you know anyone that's got any, mm. any food allergies? Mm-hmm. I didn't Those get are to, the worst. I didn't get this six-pack from overeating, Sam. Yeah, right? I, I can I can see that mm-hmm. I can see that yeah, yeah no absolutely um, I know late night meals is something <laughs> see, I don't understand why you're laughing about it I'm not I'm not I thought it was I, a bulletproof vest uh, but it's okay yeah, it's that rock <laughs> you can see that you can see it's rock <laughs> it's rock solid now you can see the rocks hanging out <laughs> under the bed. <laughs> Oh, goodness. <laughs> my husband's a late-night eater, but he never complains about having a food hangover. Well, see, for me, my biggest issue is when we have games. I hate to eat before a game. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when we get back from our games, I'm not rolling into my house until 11 o'clock. And so I don't really have a choice. It's either going to bed hungry or, or eating something at 1130 at night. So it's it's kind of not really a choice. It's more of a necessity. I will tell you this, that in the last year to two years, I have stopped eating past six o'clock because I find myself eating Rolaids all night. And if I don't eat after six, then I don't have heartburn. So mm-hmm. I just, I guess maybe I was having food hangover just before I got up in the morning. The rain is starting to kick in a little bit this morning. We're looking at temperatures around a high of 74 today. Tonight, heavy rain is possible with a low around 54 degrees as it's kind of going to come through a Band of rain and thunderstorms kind of across our region, maybe a little bit to the north, but we could have some heavy thunderstorms tonight, low around 54. Tomorrow, rain likely again with a high near 63, a low of 45. Looking ahead at the the 10-day forecast, though, um, next week, early in the week, some rain as well, but, I mean, temperatures in the 60s. Thursday of next week, we could be getting to 70, and then... And this is 10 days out, but what are you doing the next, the end of next week? Next Friday, a high of 45. And then the first day of spring, next Saturday, a high of 45 as well. What? No. I don't know if I, I thought should we blame were done with this. Mother Nature or the Groundhog. Like, who's to blame here? Because I need to place blame. Weren't, weren't we done with this? Didn't we agree that, that we were done with the cold weather? I, I thought, think, I thought we came to that. I think agreement. the Groundhog needs to be euthanized. I mean, it, that got uh, dark not, really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> really, really dark. Paxatani <laughs> Phil, we're sorry. Yeah. Maybe I should rephrase that. Use an adjective. Maybe this. Maybe the sick, already sick groundhog that needs extra care needs, needs to, to go live in a farm upstate. Yes, right? There you go. He needs to go to O McDonald's farm, and we just need to get a new. Is it Puxatani, Puxatani? How do you Punxitani. say it? Punxatani. Punxatani Phil. Yeah, yes. don't be a punk. And the okay. only reason I, I can tell you that is because the, the Cincinnati Reds had a catcher who was from his hometown. Okay. So they, I think that his nickname was that they'd always bring up that he's, oh, he's from Punxatani, Pennsylvania. Devin Mezzarocco. Well, anytime yeah. I get the chance to say Punxatani, I say it. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. I just I don't always say it. I'm not right. going to try it. Punxatani. Punxatani. That's like the basketball player that my son has no problem Ante Ante Tacombo, yes, Who's that? He's one of the best players, but his his first name is Giannis, so everyone just calls him Giannis. Is he German? He's Greek. Greek. His nickname is the Greek Freak. (laughs) Oh, check him out. I didn't think we were going to get a Devin Mezzarocco and a Giannis Ante Tacombo. I can't even say. Yeah, totally. I can't say it. Like it's like Dikembe Mutombo. You know. Yeah. I didn't well, think we were. If, if you had yes, <laughs> if you had those on your bingo card of, getting, of yeah. them getting mentions this morning, then uh, you, you won. You won this morning. Oh, De- Dennis Cook says, Dennis "Let's Cook, get one you're more fired. snow." Yeah, nope, nope, nope. You're fired. Nope, no more snow. No more snow. 
I thought we came to that agreement. Uh-uh. A Congress riven across along party lines approved the landmark $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief bill on Wednesday as President Joe Biden and Democrats claimed a major triumph on legislation marshalling the government's spending might against twin pandemic and economic crises that have upended a nation. Biden says he's going to sign the bill on Friday. The House gave final congressional approval to the sweeping package by near party line 220 to 211 vote precisely seven weeks after Biden entered the White House and four days after the Senate passed the bill. As most notable to many Americans are provisions providing up to $1,400 direct payments this year to most people and extending $300 weekly emergency unemployment benefits into September. Some other things that pop up on this. Uh, one of the things that I saw here, $29 billion of this bill will go towards the ailing restaurant industry. Democrats predicted this week that Republicans would have some issues with it. And I, I saw this quote and for, for Nancy Pelosi. I mean, sometimes you got to tip your cap. It was, it was, it was a clever, clever. I like it when politicians and obviously someone in her office came up with this and it was like, ooh, got to, got to find a way to use this. It's typical that they will vote no and take the dough. Like, well, that's 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 at least somewhat clever. I'm curious what aid came up with something along the lines. And I mean, that's it doesn't matter which side you're on. I mean, no. that's that's a so one of the things, other side. Will, it's just today the quote works for you. Yeah, so <laughs> it's it's kind of like a we'll vote no and take the dough. It's like, well, that's that's which aid came up with that. Uh, uh, someone else, a dominant feature of the $628 bill is initiatives making one of the biggest federal efforts in years to assist lower and middle income families. Included are expanded tax credits over the next year for children, child care, and family leave. Some of them credits that the Democrats have singled that they'd like to make permanent, plus spending for renters, feeding programs, and people's utility bills. Besides the direct payments and jobless benefit extension, the measure has hundreds of billions for COVID-19 vaccines and treatments, schools and state and local governments, and ailing industries from airlines to concert halls. There is aid for farmers of color, pension systems and student borrowers, and subsidies for consumers buying health insurance and states expanding Medicaid coverage for lower earners. Uh, John Yarmouth, who is the chair of the House Budget Committee, he's the representative from Louisville, he said, who's going to help? Do we say this is survivor survival of the fittest? No. So a lot, that bill is, I mean, I have to imagine if you printed yeah. it off, it'd be about about size of that. The, there's a lot so. in that bill that has nothing to do with the pandemic, too, which is why the Republicans were pushing back against it. And here's what I'm going to ask our congressman, Brett Guthrie, that he proposes a bill next term that if we are ever in a pandemic again, that lawmakers can only pass a bill that deals with the pandemic issues, that you are not allowed to add any, attach any barnacles that have anything to do with anything else other than the pandemic relief itself. In, in my opinion, propose that the skinny just be, bill and pass it. I think it should be on anything. Yeah, me that's, too. That's common sense. It's common sense. I mean, and that but goes yet across. Again, here we are. People were left without money because they were trying to attach their political agendas that had nothing to do with the pandemic. And that's not necessarily a one side thing. No, that it's is both. Both because. I mean, you but can pass the skinny bill, pass the law I, that it's only the skinny if, bill. If it's important, it. it should be simple. Let's get this done. Let's agree on it and let's move on. But look how long these bills have have taken for them to get passed because they were arguing over the things that had nothing to do with the pandemic. Exactly. On Wednesday, Governor Andy Bashir reported 1,010 COVID-19 cases were confirmed in Kentucky over the previous 24 hours. 34 new deaths, which raises the state's death toll to 4,884 That's 55 deaths over the last two days. The rolling seven-day positivity rate dropped from 3.94% to 3.93%, the lowest the metric has been since September. When we look at the COVID-19 map, I mean, 
for one, just the color of it just has to make you make you happy. Because just just two months ago, we looked at this and we'd be like, "Oh, look, there's one there in orange," and mm-hmm. now we can go through and we can almost count the counties in red easily. I mean, what is that? Maybe eight, nine, ten, something like that, just at, at a quick glance. Uh, I mean, and, and the thing that stood out to me when I was looking at this yesterday, other than Lyon County, who is way in the red, they're 509.8 as their as their incidence rate. A bunch of these counties that are in red are, are only in red by a little bit. I mean, the, the next highest is Rowan County, which is 34.5. Or, I sorry, Carroll County, 34.9. But, I mean, Grayson County has now officially moved into the yellow, which means that they, they're at 9.2 cases per 100,000 based on the previous seven days. Edmondson County has dropped to 4.7. Breck County is at 4.2. And as I see here, mm-hmm. Public Health Director Josh Embry, he's commenting, saying that this makes him very happy, and, and it has to. Yeah. Absolutely. I will ask, though, and you may feel free to decline to comment on my question. I am the last one in the building to get the vaccine. I will get it tomorrow. Sam has had the vaccine. Norman, you had COVID. You had a horrible experience with COVID. Oh, it was awful. Absolutely awful. Have you had the vaccine? I got my second shot a couple of weeks ago. Okay. How did you fare with your vaccine? It was awful. It was bad. Yeah. The first shot I had, I got a a softball or a baseball-sized nodule under my armpit, and Mm. I couldn't sleep for two days of the pain and then that went away after 48 hours and then the second shot um i had about a uh, 24 hours of it, it was almost like it was a headache it was it's almost like i had COVID again except just for 24 hours instead of the eight days straight a little bit less severe yeah but after it was like it's like somebody flipped a switch and uh after about 24 hours it it all the symptoms went away. So I had my Johnson & Johnson shot. It's almost been 48 hours ago, so I had it at noon on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. At about midnight, 12 hours after I got the shot, I woke up with the worst cold chills I'd ever had in my life. It was about 90 minutes that I, I had to put like three or four blankets on, a sweatshirt. It was freezing. Yesterday, I felt like I got hit by a bus. Uh, headache, chills, was sore, mm-hmm. uh, just didn't feel great. Woke up this morning and... Knock on wood, I'd say I'm back to 100%. Yeah. So I so. get mine tomorrow. I know um, there's other people in the building who've had theirs. I won't name them because it's their story to tell, but they have fared well. They've not had any issues. So we talked yesterday. Mark and Christy both said that they had gotten theirs, mm-hmm. and Christy mentioned her side effects that she had had, and Mark mentioned that his first shot that he got of his, I can't remember whether he's taking Pfizer or Moderna. I can't remember which one he said yesterday. Uh, he said he had no symptoms. Yeah. So I bring this up this morning because there's some conversation on Facebook this morning uh, about the this particular vaccine is not about eradicating coronavirus. And that's what I want people to understand when you take the vaccine. Johnson and Johnson's branding or marketing message, I should say, was better than I think Moderna and Pfizer's where they say, look, this is what it will do. It will prevent you, if you get COVID, because you can still get COVID, it will prevent the symptoms from being so bad that you're hospitalized. And Johnson & Johnson has a 100% success rate out of the 44,000 that they vaccinated. People still got the virus, but nobody was hospitalized who had the shot. So that's the goal is to not flood our hospitals with people who are symptomatic. And it, it, it can save your life, but it will not stop you from getting COVID. And I think that was the common sense thing. I, I mean, when I... When this first hit and they started talking about coming with the, up with a vaccine, 
I mean, I just assumed that from the beginning. No, there's no vaccine out there that's going to prevent you 100 percent that you're not going to get. Look it. at the I flu. Mean, it's the same thing with the flu. Because I've had the I've had the flu shot and I've gotten the flu before, tested positive, but it wasn't as severe as I had it when the times I didn't get the vaccine. Yeah. So I just I just knew that that was the way it was going to be with See, this vaccine because that's common sense. I didn't because I looked at it like the polio vaccine. Polio is eradicated. Like it, it's, we don't have polio going on anymore. So I think that's the misunderstanding is we, we use the word vaccine as this holistic approach of this, this shield of safety. I can't get it. I can't get it. So if, if you're listening to us and you're on the fence, just know that this doesn't prevent you from getting it. It prevents you from dying from it. One of the things that I know when I was growing up, my mom had the flu and it was, she had a really bad, tough oh, I had the strain flu of it. One year, I thought I was going to die. She's, I think it's something, and I'm not sure if she's watching. She could confirm this or something. And she missed more time with the flu that year than almost than she did on maternity leave when she had mm-hmm. my little brother and myself. Mm-hmm. Um, she had to take sick days and everything. And I remember from that point on, she's always gotten her flu shot right. so that she I never had to go through that again. And, and, and Norman, I'm sure that you're kind of in that same way that. Since knowing what you went through for the eight days of COVID, you would probably get that shot again and go through 48 hours instead of going through eight oh, days. By, by far. I mean, the, the headache was just the, was the worst. I mean, it's the worst. It, it, it trumped a migraine headache. So it mm-hmm. was, I mean, it was, and it lasted for eight days. That was the worst part of it. So, yes, I would definitely, you know, encourage, you know, people that are on the fence about it. My thing is, I'll tell you this right now, you're going to see as we go along this vaccine process, you're going to see certain requirements people are going to start requiring that you have the vaccine before you'll qualify for certain services mm-hmm. before you can go into certain businesses yeah. where you can do certain things in a community so uh, and, and especially just at the state and federal level as well yeah. so which i disagree with wholly but however <laughs> i do too I, we know it's on the right i do I'm just but saying, it's coming listen my vaccine's tomorrow and i gotta tell you i'm sitting here on the fence going uh, uh. i tried to give it away to somebody this morning who was older and they're like i've already had it and i'm like oh it was gonna make me feel good about missing my shot tomorrow i am but luckily for you, if you get the same symptoms that myself did, or I know someone else in the building had some of the similar symptoms as well, you're on a Saturday, so you're it's it's at least not that you're going to have to come to work and feel well, while you're doing. It. I'd rather say I get to take the day off from work. <laughs> um, tomorrow, or t- sorry, today at 11 a.m., Judge Executive Kevin Henderson is going to be making a major community announcement. So that'll be this morning at 11 a.m. You'll be able to watch this on the K105 Facebook or YouTube page. As in what this is, is we can't really say a lot about it, but it is a major announcement that will be happening at 11 a.m. You can watch it on K105's Facebook. If you live in the county of Grayson, especially if you live outside of the city limits, you'll want to watch. This yeah. is This is going to help. A lot. Yeah. Before we go to a break, I did talk to Kevin Henderson yesterday, and I said, I think I know what the announcement is, and I also think I know why the ice storm came, because you got the announcement at that time, and Hades froze over. <laughs> but. Yes, it, it's a big deal. So hopefully you will be able to tune in at 11 a.m. If not, it'll obviously be logged on there. So if you miss it, you can go back, rewatch it, because it'll be really good um, yeah, doing it. Yeah, uh, a couple of really quick stories that we'll have to hit really quick. As uh, a Fordsville felon, the Ohio County Sheriff's Office is asking for help. Cody Lloyd is who they're looking for. If you know where he is, convicted for possession of controlled substance in Grayson County in December of 2019. As if you know where he is, ask to contact Ohio County Dispatch at 270-298. 
44-11. Uh, sad story. Uh, fire has destroyed one of the few remaining covered bridges in Kentucky. As that is uh, a really sad story that we have to bring you as well. All right. Um, Kentucky plays today at, ele- at 11 a.m. You'll be able to hear that game on K105. Um, Sheriff, do you have a pick in that for Kentucky? I have not watched one Kentucky game this year. You've not watched one Kentucky game, so <laughs> you don't have a pick. No. So it, it doesn't work that way. And honestly, you haven't missed anything when it comes to it. We've got to get to a break. We'll come back with a little bit more here on In the Know. Touching hands, reaching out, touching me, touching you. Today is Worship of Tools Day, okay. aka Tool Appreciation Day. <clears throat> okay. Um, this is tools as in like a hammer, not not the kind yeah. of person. Um, <laughs> it is World Plumbing Day. Which we do love. Yes, gotta gotta love indoor plumbing. Worship the, the uh, Johnny throne. Appleseed Day. Okay. It is National Promposal Day. Was that a thing when you were in high school? I guess uh, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. My, my kids yeah. had promposal; um, they're older than you. So debunking yeah. day. Mm, I love to debunk people's rumors. And it is Popcorn Lovers Day. I love popcorn. Gotta love popcorn. I love flavored popcorns. Um, Nah, see, I'm not. You know, like cheddar or caramel. Well, I, cheddar's fine. Toffee, I'm not a, toffee butter. Yes, you know, I, I can't do that. Uh, the okay. sheriff had to run out. It's one thing when you when you're the sheriff, you never know when you might get a phone call for yeah. something to, to happen. So he had to run out. Um, so it'll just be Misty and myself for the remainder of today's show, which is fine. Um, we we can make it happen. Um, I'm going to have to get your some opinions, though, as the sheriff, Misty, as we go okay. in. So, if um, I were sheriff, do you have your badge? what would I say? Do you have your badge? I have my gavel and robe, so that's as close as I'm going to get to we law had enforcement a, we today. We had a badge that was around here somewhere. Hmm, um, do we? I'm not sure that uh, – I don't know. I'll um, just put Norman's bobblehead can, can on we the put, table can with we, us. Can, let's, let's put it at the at – the, and maybe we can uh, turn over and ask ask for uh, for an answer as, as we get closer. Because we might need to, we might need to do that at times. So uh, maybe for the, yeah, there we go. He's so it's kind of like he's here with us at some point. Misty, one of the things that I always like to, to ask you when when we're, and usually it's when there he is. Good, sheriff's back. Good, he's back. <laughs> uh, is to get your opinion on controversies going on online. Okay, all right. So here is one of the controversies going on online. It is about a bridezilla. Oh no, they're the worst. So, and, and this one, I'm I'm kind of on the fence about. I can okay. kind of understand both All sides, right. so I'm not really cut. sure. So, this is on Reddit, and okay. it goes as this. My future sister-in-law bought her daughter, our flower girl, a tiara to wear at our wedding. I'm not wearing a tiara, and I feel a little upset about this. I told her what dress I wanted her to buy, and the rest she did without checking with us. The anonymous bride wrote, how would you feel? Am I upset for no reason? Um, I don't think you ever infringe on somebody else's vision for their wedding day, even if it's simply by changing the color of the socks or the tiara being added. It is her day. It's her vision. Let her plan it and do it her way. So someone says, I think this is a bit of an over- overreaction. Like, really, you're worried about a little girl stealing your spotlight? It's your wedding. Your guests are there for you and your husband. They will awe and smile at the flower girl, then move on to you. Not worth the family drama, in my opinion. But here's the thing. Some people find TRS cheesy. 
and mm-hmm. and not as classy or so you have to even if you love it and you want your little girl to wear it then you do it on your time and your vision but so not not somebody else someone says a compromise could be made here no tiara walking down the aisle or in pictures but for the reception let the tight bling out let her have she's, it all day long she's probably sure. been told she's going to be a little princess yeah. and got stuck on the crown idea yeah. it doesn't say how old the little girl is does yeah. that does does that matter um, I think if, if she's three, here's what I would have done if I were the mom. Say, look, we're having some issues with her wanting to wear the dress. We have negotiated with her. She wants to wear a tiara. How do you feel about that? If you don't like it, we'll try to find the tiniest one, fix her hair around it, whatever. But this is where we are to get her down the aisle. And this probably would have solved the issue than just her showing up saying, we've added this too. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, uh, I don't think it's going to start World War Three. But I am going to side with the bride, which is weird because I never do that. Yeah, because I think, and, I and that's kind of the that. thing. Usually, it's it's. I'm not even sure that you can necessarily even call her bridezilla. No, she does. She doesn't have no. No, no, she does not even in the same category. Some of those other ones. And then the other thing I have to bring up with you, Misty, is the update on the TikTok. Uh, okay. And I'm not sure you may have seen. I mean, you are. TikTok expert in the building. I am now. Um, and this is a story here based on genius parenting hacks that a TikTok mom has released. And here are her hacks. The first tip is to tell the kid, her kids that the swings are broken when they go to the park. Okay. She explained, we came here to get your energy out, not mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your neck. Um, well, what else is there to do at the park if you're not swinging? Going down the slide. Yeah, but I'd rather uh, swing my kid than have to chase him up and down the slide. But anyway, okay. I understand. Fair point. The second tip related to the dreaded bedtime, and she said, sometimes when I read my kids' bedtime stories, I grab three pages instead of one. They can't read, and Mama's tired. I only have two words to say there. Just three? Just three. <laughs> so you are a fan of this one. I've read the first and the last page. Her Good next night. Get her, in the bed. Her next genius hack related to her love of fizzy drinks with the mom saying, sometimes I pour Dr. Pepper in a cup and tell my kids it's water. I'm responsible for their health and mine too, but that ship has sailed. They, she pours Dr. Pepper in her in, cup in her and cup. tells the kids. Oh, I thought that she meant water. their cup. I was like, I'm confused. She oh, pours yeah, cup yeah. and says, "Oh, I'm just pouring water in there." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would tell my kids so that they wouldn't drink my diet coke. It has medicine in it, and you can't have any, <laughs> so they <laughs> left it alone. <laughs> like you can't have my coke. And then her last tip in the video was about what to do if you have no cash available for the tooth fairy. She said, sometimes when my daughter loses a tooth and there's no cash in the house, I take a dollar from her piggy bank. I made her so it kind of all evens out in the end. Yeah, no, like, like yes. It just has <laughs> – the goal is she has something under the pillow when she wakes up so the tooth fairy did not fail. She does not have any idea how much is in her piggy bank. No. I'm telling you, that dollar lost out of the piggy bank <laughs> will save years of traumatic PTSD of waking up and realizing the tooth fairy had – Skipped over oh, your house. One hundred percent. And I think we might need uh, need help from Sheriff Bobblehead here uh, on this this next story. A Wisconsin Wisconsin police have caught a pickup driver who is driving with a camping chair behind the wheel. We we have a picture if you're watching with us. I mean, it, so good. is is there anything? What what does Sheriff Bobblehead have to say? Is he is he agree? Does he has he seen something like this? The sheriff says yes, he's seen something like this. As uh, recently, a trooper in so the good. north central region in Wisconsin stopped this pickup truck for an equipment violation. On his approach, the trooper noticed the vehicle was not equipped with seats, and the driver was seated in a camping chair. 
I think it makes it even better that there's all the snow on the ground of that picture, too. Is that snow or is that fluff out of a pillow? I think it's snow. Okay. Um, Either way, it really adds something to the scene. It is. Oh, that's yeah. that's got to be snow. Yes, isn't it? So are there no it's windows. Wisconsin too. Is there no wi- are there no windows in the in the vehicle? There, you can tell in in the in the back right. There's at least a window because okay, there's snow on the window. side. Okay, so the only thing that would have made this better for me is if it was one of those new swing camping chairs. Okay, like yeah. the chair itself is suspended on a swing. That would have been really over the top for me. It's your life, dude. If you want to take the risk and drive with a camping chair and no seatbelt. It's I just, your life, and it's your ticket you're going to have to pay. I just love that the the, the, the officer, who, whomever pulled him over, is, you know, and I'm not sure if they if was pulled over and cited for an equipment violation after being st- spotted by a trooper on patrol. Just imagine if you're the trooper. You know, you're sitting out there in patrol, mm-hmm. and it's probably one of those things that it's like you drive past, and it's like, yeah, did, did I really just see that? So th- he's in Michigan? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. So now next year when we hear that Wisconsin has a law that you can't have a camping chair we know as why. a driving seat, we know who caused this law. And then we have to go to our old good old friend, Florida man. Florida man. <laughs> oh, Florida man. We do love Florida. Florida man. We love Florida news. Demisio Lopez. There's old good there old. He is. There is good old Demisio. Misty, what do you think? Uh, good old Demisio is is uh, in trouble for. Mm. Write your own headline. What's he, what's he doing? I'm gonna go riding a lawnmower on the street, drunk, headed to Waffle House. Well, he was pulled over uh, after appearing to be under the influence and nearly hitting a gas pump. Okay. So when he pulled out, the officer, you know, like like a typical officer, uh-huh. will come up and say, uh, "Sir, uh, you know, can I have your license and registration?" Mm-hmm. When he did, he pulled out um, some some gummies and gave a, gave them to the officer instead of the driver's license. Oh, uh, okay. I guess you could call them medicated nerds ropes, as as they're saying. So it was THC laced gummies and okay. gave them to the officer instead of his driver's license. Okay, so but. Um, Marijuana is not legal in, in Florida, right? No. Just Colorado and no. a couple uh, other states. Washington, Washington Oregon. Washington, maybe, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so this is, yeah. So that was a bad move on your behalf, Mr. Lopez. The deputy asked if he pulled out the THC gummies, and Lopez claimed it was normal candy. But when he was asked to hand over the package, the deputy saw that it was labeled as containing 500 milligrams of THC. Deputies also said that he had a package of medicated nerds ropes that came, that contained 400 milligans, milligrams of THC per rope. So again, the the package that was handled to him were labeled as dank gummies with dank? cannabis infused. Dank, dank, dank. like stank gummies. Stank, now, right? yeah, but dank. So again, he said he didn't have the keys to the vehicle, but then rummaging through his pockets and pulled out the keys. Okay, so was he on a lawnmower or not? That's what I need. To no, he was like, in his where car. Where am I? In my he, he almost was going to hit the the gas pump at the uh, he. Records show that Demisio Lopez saw the deputy immediately called for help, asked for help calling AAA because his car wouldn't start, even though his keys were not in the ignition at the time. Mr. Lopez, eat your candy at home. Yes. Stay sober, my friend. I was waiting for it. Stay sober. Stay sober, my friend. Stay sober. And then we got to wrap up here with, with, with this headline, and I don't know that we even need to go much further into just just. I mean, this is not really our traditional <laughs> just the headline story. Okay. But one in three Americans. Think that the country will go meatless by the year 2039. I think that's too early. Maybe maybe 2069, but not 20, yeah. 2039. Uh, uh, well, I guess I'm going to be in the, uh, Give it 50 in the years, two though. of three yeah. that I'm not sure that I'm going to be going meatless when it comes to this. You we, take bacon, you take us all. Yes. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. No V in bacon. You take either. on. Let me say it right. <laughs> you take bacon, you take us on. <laughs> We've got to get to a break. We're going to have the funny tweets of the week coming up here on In the Note. Hey, the working man, working man like me. I ain't never been on welfare, and that's one place I won't be. I'll be working. Long as my two hands are fit to you. Did you know that if you commit any crime at sea, you are considered a pirate? Oh. You've been on cruises. Did you commit a crime? Surely I did. Oh, my goodness. So does it come with an eye patch or I, like a growl? That's the question a, I have, like I a have as well. Like a hand or something fun? Um, or what's, 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 uh, what's Captain Hook's? Is it an octopus? What's, his, what's his side hand man in Peter Pan? I don't know. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's, uh, it's, a, it's an octopus? Maybe. I don't, I don't remember. Do you get an octopus too? Hmm. I don't know. My, my Peter Pan knowledge isn't, isn't, isn't up to date. I'm going to need something. We need our Disney experts in the building. I'm trying, still so, trying to think. Did I commit a crime? Did you commit a crime that we can call you a pirate? Gosh. The only time I'm ever going to say on the show, man, I hope I committed a crime. Right? That you could be, yeah. Well, Didn't wh- think wh- I would be saying that today. While you think about it, how about the funniest tweaks of the week? Okay. The funniest tweets, not the tweaks, the tweets <clears throat> of the week. These are from women. Elizabeth Hackett says, anytime I see a couple jogging together, I try to figure out which one of them is unhappy about it. <laughs> It would be me and Jason. (laughs) We are one. (laughs) Alexandra Petrie says, age 21, excited for shots. 2021, excited for shots. (laughs) Ellie says, has anyone else not been to the dentist since COVID and also not for the five years before that? Got to go to the dentist. Yes. Got to go to the dentist. Beth McColl says, no, I just sent an email that said, as you mentioned in your precious email, instead of the previous email, sick at myself. That's not so bad. It could be worse. Yeah, that, that, yeah. out of no. typos, that could be worse. And here are a few from parents. Simon Holland says, love those rare days when your kid can just go to elementary school without having to dress up as something. Yes, but, but I think those are the days that it's like the kid with the tiara. It's a bribery. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's methodical. It's like, okay, we know that they're getting stagnant, so let's give them a dress-up day. Yeah, 100%. And they'll want to come to school pretty happy about it. Mom, mom, mom. Okay, here, here, I got to get this name right. Mom, 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 mom says. Mom. Yeah. Feeding a toddler is like only having 50 cents to fill up your gas tank every time. Mm-hmm. Spot on, mom, 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 mom. Uh, you put one too, one too many moms in there. Sorry. It's only five moms. Okay. All right, I'll do better next time. <laughs> Dad Man Walking says, I have a question about kids. My question is, what the heck? Somebody answer, please. <laughs> Somebody put the answer in the comments because we need to know. It's like the meaning of life. We started our journey into parenting 25 <laughs> years ago, and we're still walking around going, what the heck? Tiger Woods is doing better, could return home next week after the accident that he had on February the 23rd. It's still so heartbreaking uh, to me. Yeah. I mean, it's a crazy so thing. heartbreaking. Uh, Misty, you are the you are the Tina Turner fan, right? In the building? Yes. As it says here that Tina Turner triumphs in electrifying HBO documentary documentary trailer. Have you seen Ooh, the trailer I have yet? Not. Comes to HBO on March the twenty seventh. So I'm sure that you can find it. 
Greatest success came after enduring a famously abusive relationship that was the worst part of her life. So will you watch this? Absolutely. I may go watch What's Love Got to Do With It first, the movie Mm -hmm. about um, her marriage, and then watch this. So the trailer is out for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, A Taylor Swift mural is in the works in Nashville. Uh -uh, Um, uh -uh. No, no. There it is. New York adopted her. So New York gets all things Taylor Swift. Leave Nashville alone. She's not a country artist any longer. So why would Nashville be doing this? Uh, it says here that he began designing Taylor's solo mural right after he replaced her with Brad Paisley at Legends Corner. and says it will have a stained glass look refle- reflecting her country music roots and her crossover into pop. No. Where's I, your Loretta Lynn? Where's your Patsy Cline? Where's your Reba? Where's your Garth? Dolly. Dolly. Dolly has a hotel now yeah. there, and it's great. But and, and well, no, the amusement park isn't in uh, isn't in. I mean, Nashville, the Mandrell but... sisters. Mm-hmm. Pick one, but not Taylor Swift. Steven Spielberg wants to cast Michelle Williams as his own mother in a movie based on his own childhood. I don't know that we who? need a. That's Michelle Williams. I don't know who that is. I was thinking Wendy Williams first. Steven Spielberg. Like, Steven know, Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah, he's okay. he's the director. Okay. Do we need a movie about his life? I think it would be interesting. Would it? I don't. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a pretty big deal, right? I mean, Look at all the yeah, movies he's yeah, made. he is. But I, I, I would watch it. I would watch it. But I think it would be more entertaining to have Wendy Williams as his mom, <laughs> which is where I went when you said Williams, right? Yeah, you know who I, Wendy I, Williams I is. Yeah, I know who yeah, Wendy Williams. Wendy I, I'm Williams. not sure that Michelle Williams and Wendy Williams are the the same. Uh, no, they're not. <laughs> but that's why I was like, wait a minute, was, uh, did I hear that? Are you a fan of the Munsters? The yeah. old TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a movie adaptation is going to come from Rob Zombie and Universal. Okay. All right. I don't, well, we could try I, it. I, I, I don't know. No yeah. release date. Universal hasn't confirmed it. Uh, Rob Zombie is going to directing it. And then do you know who Lou Ottens is? No. Well, he is passed away at the age of 94. He's the guy who invented cassette tapes and CDs. He died in the Netherlands. He was 94 years old. He passed away on Saturday. Because of so, you, we know what mixtape culture is. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I thought that, that was... Mixtape culture was the the thing when I was my he, he helped co-create the CD, uh, co-creation of Philips and Japanese electronics producer Sony, which made its public debut... In 1982. That's Lou Ottens, a name that I didn't know but felt like we should know because he has a big deal in our business especially. Yes, much respect for you, Lou. We've got to get to a break. We'll come back with a little bit more here on In the Know. Very important question. Misty, what is the world's most soothing sound? Oh, I want to say probably rain on a tin roof. I. or ocean waves. You took took it right off right off I mean the words out of my mouth yeah, for the first like day. That that's the only mm-hmm. that that yeah. to me is the correct answer. Yeah, love that. Um, I like a crackling fire. My but... old Kentucky home on a Kentucky basketball senior day. You can put that in there, mm-hmm. but I think uh, rain on a tin roof. Oh, yeah. I have that at home. It is it it's is relaxing. the best. And that's why I'm looking forward to this rain tonight. I'm like, yes. Do you have a tin roof? I do. It is well at oh, least if it's not tin, it's yeah, it's got that I can mm-hmm. I get that sound. Um, Because that's what I hated about going to school at Western, living in the dorms. You couldn't hear it. No, because, I mean, um, I was never on the top floor. I tell you, we get to a beach vacation. The first thing I do is I go and I open the patio doors that's closest to the ocean and just sit there. And listen to the waves crash. And listen to the waves. Love that. Let's get your uh, what you're going to be watching on TV tonight, Misty. Mm -hmm. Um, Grey's Anatomy. I'm not. On ABC. Are you a Grey's Anatomy fan? No. Um, No. I haven't I, seen it in I've decades. never seen an episode of that show in my life. 
And then a million little things will be on ABC. As COVID-19 becomes more widespread across the U.S., Boston goes into lockdown, putting Rome's movie in jeopardy and forcing Maggie to return home from Oxford. Eddie's back surgery is canceled. I guess this is a, this is a I'm TV so show? sorry, Eddie. I don't I don't know any of I don't know people, anything. but I'm so sorry uh, for Eddie. So poor Eddie. Yeah. Uh, Rome's movie, though, is it in jeopardy. And Maggie's got to come home from Oxford. Poor Maggie. Um, so maybe maybe you can watch this tonight and uh, report back about Eddie. I'm probably not going to do that, so don't hold your breath. Okay. Um, Dennis Cook. There's a good job for good old Dennis Cook. Yeah, Dennis, that's your homework. There's your homework. Since Find out about Eddie. Tomorrow. Find out about Eddie. <laughs> Who's Eddie, Dennis? And who's Eddie? Why do we care about <laughs> his back surgery? Ma- What's Maggie studying at Oxford? I need to know. Uh, tonight, today's, today's highlight. Tonight. Today's, listen. Uh, listen. On Shop Local Litchfield, I could not get my words out. It's, it's Thursday, and now it, it affects is, the people, not just the technology. Shh. We've had a smooth show when it comes to technology so far. We can't jinx it right now. I would blame the COVID vaccine, but I haven't had mine yet. So No, but the, one thing, the one thing with my COVID vaccine, knock on wood, my arm. I've not had – see, the flu shot. I know we both got the flu shot. When was it? Like right before Christmas? Listen, I'm telling you, I am like – I am talking myself out of taking the shot now. But I am we got the, about it. We got the flu shot. When was it? Like right before Christmas? Oh, yeah. You and I went and got it at the Alliance. Christmas, yeah, Thanksgiving, something like that. Something Thanksgiving, like that. Thanksgiving, before Thanksgiving. And I think we both had – Really, no symptoms no, except we for a fine. sore arm. Yeah. Didn't you have a sore yeah, arm? We could not find this, it the next day. Other than that, we this, fine. my arm's really, I mean, like, I can do like that. I mean, it hurt just, just like, I mean, you can tell that there's something a little sore with it, but it hurt more the same day than it did that one. But again, I'm, I, I'm I would to say to you that it's, it. I don't want to be my sick. Sim- this my weekend. symptoms were my, I mean, if it means that I'm safer down the road, then I'm then it was worth. But the, how much? How long are we safer down the road? I like. Is I, this, I don't is know. Is this like a flu that. shot? It's yearly. Like I, um, need, I need more information. I am. <sighs> today's highlight in history: ten days, ten years ago, it's it's happening. Ten days, ten years, was that <laughs> the tragic earthquake and tsunami in Japan? Oh, that was horrible. Ten years ago today. That's horrible. Um, other dates in this, in 1930, President William Howard Taft became the first president to be buried at Arlington National Cemetery. On this date in 1942, Douglas MacArthur, General Douglas MacArthur left the Philippines bound for Australia and vowed, I shall return. Mm. One of the more famous quotes there. Mm-hmm. On this date in 1968, Otis Redding posthumously received a gold record for the single Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. Love him. Yes, such a great voice. On this date in 1985, Mikhail Gorbachev became head of the Soviet Union following the death of Chernenko. At 54, he became the youngest member of the ruling party. In 1986, Popsicle announced its plan to end the traditional twin-stick frozen treat for a flatter one-stick model. 35 years ago today. Wow. That's Big news. It is. It's a big, big deal news. in this building. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's some you're popsicle right. monsters in this yes. building. Except for the Lello ones. This the Lello ones no one likes, right? Um There's one person in the building that's allowed the L- the Lello ones. Is she likes the called. Lello ones. The yes. Lello ones. Yeah. Um but there's one person in the building that has a strong opinion on the yellow ones mm-hmm. and, and that person does not like the yellow ones at all. Mm-hmm. Uh and I don't think it's too fond of the green ones. I think is from what I've understood. You have too much data about the popsicle. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, thing, the, the, the thing is, is that the, the person who eats the popsicles walks by my, I know, my office. I like you're seeing it so, so much it. that you've yes, collected exactly, the data. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, Princess Tiana is the one that's really collected the data because this person has let them know that usually when there's only – she knows that when it's only yellow and green that she's got to go get more. 
I didn't like. I feel like there's a whole another life being lived here in the building. I know nothing about. It's the unwritten rules of, of Heritage Media. Of Kentucky. How have I been here 15 years and I know nothing <laughs> about these green and yellow popsicles? Yes, rules. It's it's okay. You're learning. Right. You're learning. It's not in the handbook. Maybe it should be. Uh, 28 years ago today, Janet Reno was unanimously confirmed to be the first female attorney general. Yeah, that's cool. On this date in 2016, Ben Carson endorsed Donald Trump. I love Dr. Carson. Uh, that was five years ago today. And on this date, uh, one year ago today, two things. Harvey Weinstein was sentenced to 23 years in prison. And on this date, 20, uh, one year ago today, the World Health Organization declared – I'm not sure. Have you heard about this COVID-19? Mm. They declared it a pandemic. Not sure – not sure if you've heard about this not or yet or not. Uh, maybe you're listening. Maybe you haven't heard about it. Maybe it's the first time you've ever heard those Listen, words. Listen, I am. This whole COVID shot's got me all angst up now. Gone but not forgotten for today, Antonin Scalia was born in this state in 1936. Birthdays, Rupert Murdoch turns 90. Mm-hmm. Judge Scalia it was my favorite judge of all time. Favorite, favorite. Baseball player for the Cincinnati Reds, Cesar Geronimo. He was a member of the Big Red Machine, turned 63. Maybe. More some more. Uh, Johnny Knoxville turns 50 today. Um, he's from – do you know who Johnny Knoxville is? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Oh, yeah. He turns 50 today, but he looks like he's 70. He is the producer of The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia, which predates your time in the building, but it was a long-running skit with us because we all watched it. We didn't mean to watch it, but once you get in it, you can't get out of it, and then you rewatch it because you can't believe this is actually somebody's life mm-hmm. or some family's life. He, uh, he uh, a he's a daredevil, comedian, actor, uh, baseball player Bobby Abreu, former baseball player, turns 47 today, and football player Greg Olson turns 36 today. Um, I only pulled up one chart topper for today, and it's just more because, um, Misty, usually you're the one that's very critical of the chart toppers. Only yours and Mark's. Um, so all of them. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to join you today, and on this date in 1946, this song was number one, and it's going to be our only chart topper today just because I listened to this, and I got fed up, and I was just like, I can't. Why? Why are we doing this today? Okay. Do you know who Vaughn Monroe is? Not off the top of my head. Well, we're going to listen to it, because on this date in 1946, he was number one with this song. Well, as you can tell, it's, it's plain. I guess it's just not... I mean, the jukebox is outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Yeah. On this date, 1946, was number one. Von Monroe would let it snow. Dennis Cook, is this your fault? So that's why, yeah, I'm blaming Dennis Cook because he made the comment saying that we needed more snow and we got to bring out Von Monroe here. And when I listened to this, I was like, you know what, Chuck Toppers, I'm done with you today. So sorry to 1964. I want to hold your hand by the Beatles. We're not listening to you today. I'm even throwing my papers. I'm so fed up. The Jay Giles Band Centerfold in 1982. Nope, not not doing it. Mariah Carey Someday in 1991. Nope, can't do it. 2000, 21 years ago today. Bye, bye, bye. NSYNC, sorry. No boy band for you today. And on this date... Uh, 12, 12 years ago today, Gives You Hell by the All-American Rejects. Sorry, we uh, we can't do that for you either. Well, none of those excited me, so I'm good. Well, okay, to good, roll good. So it's not like I had any hairbands in there that you, you might have come across the table or something along the lines of that. As a reminder, for those of you listening, um, on K105, we're going to jump right into University of Kentucky basketball coverage as the Cats tip off here in less than an hour against Mississippi State. You'll be able to listen to that game on K105. 11 a.m. is the start for that game. Yay, Christmas, Dennis. 
Dennis. Dennis. You have Dennis. to bring treats tomorrow, Dennis, mm-hmm. for making those comments. Mm-hmm. And you got to find out what happened to what was his name? I forget what his name was. Eddie. 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 Dennis, you need to find out what happened to Eddie. But again, if you're listening on K105, we're going to go right into uh, coverage of the Kentucky game. If you're listening on the Moose, we'll go into KSR coverage. Um, and at 11 a.m. though. You can get K105 on one screen, and then you can go to K105 Digital Productions and watch Kevin Henderson's big announcement on K105's Facebook or YouTube page. And then also the companies that are helping him make this announcement, it will be on their Facebook page, but but they don't want to be known until it goes live. It's top secret, it's but top it's secret. world changing for Grayson County. It is. It is. That is not us being being uh, trying to get you to watch funny. no it, it is. is it is a big deal for grayson county the, the only thing that could trump that is if they brought in free bacon for everybody for the next year and it's pretty close it is almost it as is good close. as that it is pretty close mm-hmm. so to wrap us up for the show for today my pearl of wisdom worry is interest paid in advance for a debt you may never own oh, well said. worry is interest paid in advance for a debt you may never own. That wraps up our show for today. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another edition of the show. We'll find out what happened to Eddie. Dennis Cook will let us know coming up tomorrow on In the Know. So for Misty Thomas and for Sheriff Norman Chaffins, I'm Uncle Sam Gormley, and now you're in the know.